Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening on a podcast app or on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my show or follow me on the podcast app if you love my show on the podcast app make sure to hit five stars or write me a review a nice review if you got one if you're on youtube make sure to subscribe my caller today listens to me on youtube mark if you want to be on the show called strictly anonymous because i change everyone's voices i change everybody's names i assume everyone calls me from a fake ass email and calls me from a block number i don't care who you really are, where you live, or what you do for a living. I just want to hear your true story. If you want to be on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be On The Show. If you have a confessions that you want to uh, get off your back, I have a confessions hotline. You could call that number 24-7. It's 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Like I said, call anytime. you got four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, call back. Make sure you're in a quiet place, though. I also change the voices there, too. So don't worry. You remain anonymous. And all of those anonymous confessions, and there's hundreds of them now, are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon's a great place to sign up now for because it's still only $5. I just keep adding things, okay? Uh, you get early and ad-free episodes. You get Q&As that I do. You also get anonymous pics of mostly Every single one of my guests now, all my female guests have sent me in a hot, sexy pics of themselves. They're anonymous, but they're hot. So if you want to put it like a body to an episode, you got it there. And you now also get access to my Discord channel. All my guests want to send me like dirty stuff, like really X-rated stuff. And I'd be like, don't send me X-rated things. <laughs> so now what I say is put your X-rated stuff over on my Discord because you can do that. Discord is a place where you could sign up, post whatever you want, upload. You get to see other people. There's over a thousand people on my Discord now so it's getting to be like a really great community a lot of my guests go there and post their x-rated stuff as well as the people that are a part of the community now so if you want to have a good time sign up for my patreon you get access to all of that for only five dollars a month i'm gonna raise it soon because i should okay it's too cheap for all of that stuff you just go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast all the information that I just gave you is in the description. So if you're driving and you didn't write shit down, don't worry about it. You could get all the information and the links and the emails and all that shit in the description. Now today I have on Mark. I love Mark. This is a, a happy swinger story. This is a couple who has been swinging since the dawn of time. If you're the type of person that thinks, oh, if someone fucks other people or let their wife fuck other people or they open up their marriage, they're doomed for failure. Uh-uh. He's going to prove you wrong. Okay, Mark and his girl have been swinging since the 80s. Okay, before most people were doing it. <laughs> this stories about how it went down back then before the internet are pretty funny. If you're young, you're going to be like, what the fuck world did you guys grow up in? <laughs> I forgot what, what snail mail was all about. But that's where we start when they first met. I mean, literally, these two got married after three days. Okay, 
of meeting each other, love at first sight. They're still together and they're in their 60s and they're still fucking other people, okay? Started swinging super young. He talks about how that started, what their rules were at first. Things progressed slowly. It was all up to his wife. He was cool with that. He loves his wife, okay? They had, like I said, they, he married her after three days. <laughs> but she was very into women. But she was also very jealous, which is interesting. So they took things very slow. So in the beginning, it was just them meeting up with couples, her hooking up with women, and the guys just watching. And then it eventually progressed to her allowing like the guys to kind of get involved with her while he watched it was like the last thing that took place between them was him being allowed to be with the women too because she was super jealous but eventually that came into play they have been there done that everything like i said they started like very slowly but once they got into it now they totally hard swap they do everything they started to go to swingers clubs once the internet hit big they went on all kinds of different websites he talks about the websites that he went on to find like the swingers clubs and the swinger events and the house parties and all that kind of stuff that they started to go to he ran a party, uh, a swingers party. One time, he said for New Year's Eve, they had 100 couples show up. So that's 200 people all fucking at his house. They went once to the Club Desire that he talks about. He told me some interesting things about that nudist place called Desire. No sex allowed there. I didn't know that. But mostly we talk about him and his wife, how he loves seeing her with other people. He talks a lot about her fucking crazy orgasms because she's really into sex. What's interesting to me is that she went through menopause. She's like in her 60s now, but she's still good to go. And we talk a little bit of that towards the end. But we get the whole story, how things evolved, all the kinds of swinging they did. He's super interesting. Like I said before, I love their story because... This will prove anybody wrong who thinks that if you open up your marriage, you're doomed for failure. This guy fucking loves his wife. He's still as smitten with her since he was that first day he met her. It's so super obvious. They are each other's best friends. I think that's what it takes to be successful at swinging and opening it up. So I love to show uh, a, a positive story to show that it can go right. Okay. You're going to love his story. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Mark. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, hi, Mark. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm absolutely great, Kathy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very flattered to be on your show. I love it. You found my show on YouTube, which is cool. I love YouTube. I mean, YouTube is hard for my show because they censor me a lot. And I don't know. It's just, oh my God, half my episodes I can't get monetized I can't put some of them up there because they're too salacious some of them I have to add it but I love YouTube because people comment over there and I like to have conversations about the episodes and I get into debates so other people might think it's a fight but I call it a debate I love a good debate so it's fun over sure. there <laughs> but sure absolutely yeah so listen Mark you're a swinger I was excited to talk to you because I feel like I haven't talked to a swinger in a while I don't know why and you and your wife have been swinging for a really long time like one year after you were married you guys started swinging in 1983 we were married I married her three days after I met her oh um, I like that that's interesting and just absolute love at first sight and Marie is without a doubt the most beautiful woman I've ever met and to the point where we used to go out and have a few drinks and not that she did anything, but guys were just constantly hitting on her. I constantly find myself defending her. And I was like, this, this is enough, enough. We're not going out drinking anymore. 
So, but the bottom line, as far as we were concerned, is we got into swinging because while she was very beautiful, she was also very insecure. I never got to why, but she didn't even like me looking at dirty magazines. And me being a horny 23-year-old, I don't care how many times we're going at it. You're going to pick up a Hustler or a Cherry or whatever the magazines were back in 1983. And that's where things started. She had found my two or three magazines I had and just flew into a rage. And uh, <laughs> I was like, baby, no. I said, but see, you're still the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And well, well you're looking at the magazines. I was like, well, because I'm a guy. And that's what us guys do. Yeah. So after, after we calmed things down, I came into the bedroom later that night and she was going through the magazines, looking at them. And I was like, well, it's okay for you to look at them. Why can't I? And it was at that point she expressed to me her, her interest in women. Oh, um, okay. That was very bold of her back then, especially because back then people don't understand it was taboo even for women to be into women. We can't think of, we can't imagine that nowadays, but that's how it was back in the eighties. Yeah, and I and immediately my my mind started racing. I was, <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can I can figure something out. Let me figure something out. Yeah, uh, and I will tell you how swinging was pre-internet days. Mm-hmm. I used to have to go into an adult bookstore and buy a magazine. That in the back of the magazine there was advertisements, and yeah. you would have to mail a letter and some pictures <laughs> to a post office. <laughs> Oh my they God! Would, yes, they would forward the, the the mail on to the person you were writing to. Well, I think we had to put one or two dollar bills in, in, in to do that. And then a week later, you'd get a mail, and and there'd be pictures. Or and unfortunately, sometimes they didn't mail the pictures back. They were just picture collectors. But that's how that's how swingy was back in 1983 before the internet. So it usually took about a month before you actually sat down with with a couple. And then if they look like their pictures, great, fine, wonderful. If they didn't, we usually just get up and leave. That was that was her thing is, is she didn't like the lack of integrity. And if you look like your pictures were five years or 50 pounds ago, she was like, sorry, this is going to work. Let's go. Right. But, uh, uh, then the internet came and then just all hell broke loose. Uh, okay, but wait, let me just, before you get to all hell broke loose, we have an hour, okay? Let's slow it down a little bit. I'm sure you sure. have a million stories because you've been swinging since the 80s, which might be the title. Mark and his wife have been swinging since the 80s. But what was that first time like? I mean, this is a woman, right? You just said your wife couldn't even handle the fact of you looking through a dirty magazine and now you're hooking up with couples like how does it go down your first time and how well, does she feel and what 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 happened well we we had to we had to talk about a lot of the things that she was interested in which was was totally women back then no single females really advertised in these magazines so when, when we talked to couples and the letters i wrote were all very definitive we're not looking to have another man be with my wife and I'm not looking to be with, you know, oh, the other. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So really in the beginning, it was, it really didn't touch any of her buttons because she's just hooking up with women and you guys are watching. Like that's all that's going down in the, before the internet was like girl on girl action and the guys watching, no swapping or anything like that. Well, well the the guys were allowed to play with their own wife. Okay. You know, but she didn't want to be touched by another guy. 
And frankly, I really had no interest in, in, in other women. My wife was the best lover still to this day I've ever had. Yeah, but, that's awesome. Plus, you're seeing it. I mean, there's the there's that pleasure of also you're getting to see her with other women, right? Too. Yes, and that's free live porn never bothered any guy as far as I can <laughs> Yeah, with your wife, the girl you have, and she's super hot. Now, how did she, yeah. like, how was her first experience with women? Was she like, oh, my God, I'm, like, so into girls, obviously, right? Because she kept continuing on. Well, just to touch on the fact that, again, she was very paranoid oh, about right. me, me, me wanting other women, even in magazines. That was because she was self-conscious, I think, a lot about her own self. And, and again, she was extraordinarily beautiful. We never really got into why she ever thought that. Because she's a girl. Because <laughs> she wasn't. But if, if she felt acceptance at all from another woman, then it was game on. But if she didn't, then she would she would just be very sedate and, and, and kind of stay within herself. But the second a woman made any kind of overture to her that she was attracted to her, then you better get off the bed because she's going to be hands, arms, tongues, nipples going <laughs> crazy with her. And that's exactly what happened. Luckily, we found a couple that felt the same as us. This was that wife's first time as well, but she was ultra positive that this is what she wanted to do mm -hmm. and as soon as marie felt the acceptance from that woman like i said me and the husband just both got off the bed we sat in the chairs and we were both jerking off watching them go and it was just a sight to behold it flowed very naturally for her i'm sorry very naturally for her the woman took the uh, lead and started kissing her and then they just melted together and everything they wanted to do for a first time, they did. I didn't know how my wife was going to be as far as performing oral on yeah. another woman. Mm -hmm. But I soon found out that she took to that like a fish to water. And they just, we had a spectacular time. Now that the, the, the lack of having to write back and forth to this couple was, was broken, we ended up seeing them two or three more times and each time got even a little bit more adventurous where they started playing with toys. I don't think they had a Hitachis back then, but I know they had uh, bullet vibrators and they certainly had strap-ons, which got, got, got used very well in uh, all of our encounters. Oh, wow. So they were like fucking each other with their strap-ons and everything. Well, my wife did most of the fucking because for whatever reason, she, it was kind of odd to me, but you know, I don't, I don't have a pussy, so I couldn't tell you. But she loves the feel of a cock, but dildos, for whatever reason, didn't seem to have, or not dildos, but strap-ons didn't seem to have the same feel. They don't but, have the same feel. Yeah, I, of course, I had to take her word for that when we would, you know, talk <laughs> after that. Yeah. And she had no problem taking charge. She's, you know, she's 100% Italian, so she could be a little domineering anyway. So if there was a strap-on involved, she was usually the one that was wielding it. Wow. Did any of her friends know what she was doing? Probably no way back then. Well, we lived very far from the house because I joined, we were in the military at the time. I joined the oh, military okay. mm -hmm. as soon as we got married. Um, so we were, were way far away from home. So, and, and that was a little bit of cause for worry when I told her that we were going to be mailing pictures to people. Uh, she was, no, oh, what if my family finds out? I'm like, baby, we're in Tennessee. You don't have <laughs> right, any family right. down they're all they're all in newark and and, and new york city so there's that the chance of that happening is going to be slim and none which eased her concerns some 
Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Listen up. The summer, unfortunately, is almost over. So why waste the rest of it cooking when you could just sign up for Factor? Factor is America's number one health focused, ready to eat meal kit delivery service. With Factor, you're going to get delicious, healthy meals without the hassle. No more meal planning or preparation or going to the store and getting like a hundred ingredients that you're never going to use again, right? With Factor, all you got to do is choose your meals and they're going to be delivered right to your door fresh. Their meals are not only fresh, they're healthy and they're ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess, and what I love about Factor is they have specific dietary plans like vegetarian, keto, high protein, all that kind of good stuff. I signed up for Factor. I chose the vegan option just to try it out. And let me tell you, the food was really good. The Marsala mushroom with risotto, my personal fave. Their meals are prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You could pause, cancel, or change your plan at any time. So you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain because they have great food. So head to factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 and use code strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off. That's code strictly anonymous 50 at factor meals dot com slash strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off or just go to the description and click on the link so now did you do a lot like so now all of this like all the the action before we get to when the internet comes into play was it all just like her with women right you guys weren't doing any kind of swapping or anything like that and right no yeah no not not at first Mm -hmm. um if she and she made all the rules again. And I didn't mind. I didn't care. Like I yeah. said, she's the best lover I ever had. So if if she said, look, you sit in the thing and, and me and the couple are going to go at it, I would have been okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't. And then as times would, would go on and we met with other couples, if there was a good looking guy after the, after the encounter, she would say, nah, I wouldn't mind if he touched me. I'm like, well, next time, just if it's a good looking guy or a good looking dick take his hand and put it on your tit and see what happens. You oh, know? okay. And then did, and is most, that what happened, started that, to happen? That's what, that's exactly, as a matter of fact, the first time I took his hand and put it on his tit. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, on her tit. Yeah. And you could tell from her moans that that was just fine by her. Mm-hmm. Still, still no penetration, but if you got a woman that was eating her out and a guy who was in her mouth, I, I would just sit by, lay by her side and stroke her other breast while she was having a great time. And then things slowly progressed because, again, she was very jealous. So I really had to wait until she took my hand and put it on the other woman where she was horny enough or understanding enough that I wasn't into that woman. Yeah. Would, would ease her anxiety about her looks. And still to this day, 40 years later, She's still a beautiful woman, and I still to this day do not know why she was so nervous about that. So I just, I just, I just waited and waited and waited, and then sooner or later she would take my hand and put it on her tit, and then 
nothing, there's nothing, I never met, never met a tent I didn't like, that's for sure. And then things would slowly progress from there. And we always had a great time talking about things afterwards. We would, we would masturbate with toys and we would tell each other stories. And then it would start graduating to, well, what if he, what if he wanted to fuck you? And she said, again, she's very demonstrative with her moments. That, that was it. That, that's how I knew. I said, well, next time we can, we can see and see what happens. And then the more times we met with couples that she was comfortable with, then we started talking. And I talked to the guy and said, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if she's going to be attracted to you or not. But if she is, are you cool with that? And he's looked at my wife and said, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, then, and she, but we always used condoms, which was a little bit of a deterrent. But that was back in the 80s when some, some of the viruses that were floating around were really, really nasty. Yeah. So we always agreed to the condoms. And still to this day, she still wants condoms. But then we just started evolving into a full swap couple. Girls would usually play to get things warmed up. And, but if, if, and she never had a problem. If she was attracted to the guy, she would take his hand and put it on her tit. She would take her hand and put it on her ass. And then he would respond in kind. I still had to wait until she gave me the okay, which again, I was fine with. I've always been fine with that. Like I said, she's a wonderful, extraordinary lover. So, but that's how things evolved until we finally became a full swap couple. Wow. So do you remember that time that she allowed you? Like, was it something that you talked about ahead of time that she was like, okay, you could now start having sex with women? Or did it just come up one day that she like pushed you into it? Like, how did that first full swap go? Because she was really jealous of other women. Now she's allowing you to fuck another woman. Always waited until she gave me the signal that was okay. Yeah. Always. And then, then it would evolve to the point where after her third or fourth orgasm, she'd say, if you want to fuck her, you can. And I'm like, okay. Having to be very careful that I didn't make more noise than I did with my <laughs> her. But, but by that point, and still to this day, and we haven't really been with a couple for about a year because she's had some, some medical issues. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, no. And then, but after that, it was, it was, it was game on. And so while I'm quite average in size, I, I noticed over the course of our swinging that she did have a preference for larger, larger built guys. <laughs> and, and I really don't think I'm bi or gay or in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But if I was with her and another couple and I would watch that guy grow to whatever length he did, I could look at his dick and go, yeah, yeah, Marie's going to have a good time with this. Absolutely going to have a good time. And fortunately, she usually did. Yeah, well, listen, I think, unfortunately, what happens is once a woman has a bigger one, she kind of, it's like you get used to it. And I think a lot of size queens are born that way. I, people always thought I was like the biggest size queen, but it's because one of my first long-term boyfriends, like actually the longest boyfriend I ever had is probably because he had the hugest dick I've ever seen, was a humongous. And so, and I was with him for many years and you get used to that. And it's really pleasurable and you like it. But if you never had a really big one, a smaller one can be fine. I think that that's what, that's how size Queens are born. You have a big one and then you're like, Oh fuck, that feels really good. <laughs> I, I, I do agree. And listening <laughs> to some of your stories, I can see how that would evolve, but we never got to the point where me and her were alone in between meeting somebody where she said, you're not big enough. Or oh yeah. No, no, no. Right. No, um, but you're always going to have fun with that and you're going to like it because it's bigger. But that 
doesn't mean that you're not going to be turned on by a guy who's not humongous. It's all chemistry. Look at you guys have a chemistry since the minute you met and that's never gone away how many years later. So that trumps everything. And I think that's what's always important to say. I think sometimes guys can't listen past the uh, a girl saying she loves a big dick even if she says but i will take a regular one too like your wife they can't believe that's true but both things could be true at the same time like you said like your your girl started to like guys that were bigger and you knew that but it wasn't like when she came back to you she wasn't like disappointed no way sure Mm -hmm. and I, i i only say this because the amount of orgasm she had when she was with a guy who was of larger size and and the the, the how, and when she gets with a little bit of a larger guy, it's it's porn star orgasms. None hey. of this, none <laughs> of this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's, it's, we've actually with one couple, we actually had hotel management come and say, "Hey, you guys got to keep it down." Oh that's my! How, that's God. how loud she. Gets. That's wow. how loud she. Gets. With so, the bigger deck. Yes, we watch porn together, and she's like, "All these ladies are fucking. Why aren't they having good orgasms?" Said, "Well, yeah, I think I think you're you're a little unusual in as far as that goes of how free you are to be able to enjoy yourself, and that that, that satisfied her in, in that regard." Yeah. So, so we just we we've been doing it like I said since, and then the internet opened up, uh, and uh, then we just then we started searching for swing clubs and things like that. We were in Kentucky at the time. So we used to head to Nashville. I think the swing club down there is now closed. But when we went there, it was an off-premises club. If you met somebody, you couldn't do anything there. But then if, if she met a couple she liked, then we would get together and see what happens from there. We've had a few dud experiences over time, early comers and guys, guys who couldn't get it up. And that, that always bothered her because it immediately went back to, he's not attracted to me. Oh, uh, right, her like, insecurities, which is, is never the case. Right. And it's not. And I, would, I no. really, in my heart, heart, believe that they were intimidated by how hot she was. I'm sorry. I, a guy can't help but get hard by a, any naked woman that sits in front of him. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I have a lot of guy friends, so I know that it's never personal if a guy can't get it up, but a lot of girls take it that way. But, I mean, you have to be – I don't know what you have to be for a guy to be horny for you when your clothes are on, and then they take it off, and they're like, oh, no thanks. I can't even get it up, okay? Maybe they're like you take off your clothes, and you're not as perfect as they thought. They're still going to get fucking and horny and fuck you okay and hard i, I mean I, come on i would so, think so too um, yes we, it got to the point as well that she started to enjoy meeting with couples who had not been with any before she loved indoctrinating oh she liked couple. the virgins <laughs> yeah she she really she really had a penchant for that but still she would never take charge of the situation she always waited for that girl to show that as soon as she showed she was attracted to her, not a problem whatsoever. But she was she was usually not the one to initiate anything. That was like her fear was, of rejection because she had a fear of rejection. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Un- unless the woman was so overpoweringly beautiful, such as my wife was, then she would take the lead. But she needed to feel or see a very quick response that what she was doing was was good which made her feel accepted. And then, then, like I said, she, be, she became an animal and it was just, just game on. Right. 
Now, when you were doing the couples and doing all the swaps, was your wife getting into DPs, DVPs, all that crazy stuff, spit roasting? I mean, because she's got two guys there, right? I mean, are you just doing swapping or is like her with two guys, you with two girls? We never, she doesn't like anything to do with anal. Okay. um, Whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while on my birthday or our anniversary, she'd allow me to, to to take that. You take it in the and, right way, okay? I, you must be doing something wrong on her birthday and your anniversary. Because if you did it I, right, I, she'd be I taking agree. it all the time. You're just putting your dick in her, aren't you? You're just like... No, like, no. I will tell you, that's the oddest part about it is because I would by the time I would have my dick all the way in her ass, she was orgasming. Oh, okay. And I would pull out and put my dick in her again, slowly because it's still her ass and yeah. we didn't do yeah, it yeah, that yeah. often. And she would have another orgasm. And that would happen for five or seven minutes. Yeah. Six, seven, eight orgasms. But even when it was over, I was like, you came like a friggin' fountain. I know, but I still didn't enjoy it. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I so she's got some weird block because she physically enjoyed it. <laughs> she, and it was, it was, I wish, I wish, <laughs> she, would, I wish she would allow us to film because that would have been movie worthy. But even when it was over, I was like, babe, you came five or six times. I know, but I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, let me tell you, as somebody who, as a woman who can't have multiple vaginal orgasms, that's the only time I ever came two times in a row is through anal uh, because it is a totally different kind of experience. Does she know you're calling him? She doesn't want anything to do with it. She'll listen to the podcast. Okay. If if you can tell me close to a date or I can say. Oh, I'll let you know. Yeah. To listen. But she she absolutely wants nothing to do with it. She doesn't like her pictures being on the internet. She's very sedate in that manner. Yeah, yeah, that's um, cool. And even in all the years we've been swinging, she's never come up to me and said, "Hey, are we going to the swing club this weekend, or are we going to the to the house party this weekend?" It's always, "Hey, Saturday night's coming up," and she just said, "I'll get the sitter." That was her. That was her telling me that she wanted to do this. <laughs> You that know, was your oh, that I, was code for I'm down. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's and she and it's it's always made it a little, I mean, a little bit challenging. Is do you want this or don't you want this? But that that was as long as she said, I'll get the babysitter, and she always got the babysitter unless it was her time of the month, um, or you know something along that line. But we had a very healthy and still to this day for close to sixty years old. We have a very healthy sex life. And you're um, still swimming, swinging to this day. We are, like I said, she had some surgery, which caused some scarring on her stomach. Yeah. So she's, she's been very worried about that. And we had an event about a month and a half ago, which was the last time we'd been with anybody in about, I'm guessing I'd say nine months. And she said, but, but I don't, and like, look, let me, let me, let me fix this for you. And I just. Went out and bought her a bustier. Yeah. And it, it covered from below her breasts to just just above her pussy. So you really can't see anything. And I, and I took her over to the mirror. I said, does this help? And she said, yeah, actually it does. I said, then, well, let's, let's see what we can do. 
Yeah, listen, there's a lot of really hot outfits that you could get her, like body stockings and like stripper gear. It's like stuff that they wear to swingers parties. There's like gear that you could get her that she's going to be totally covered up, but it's going to like super hot and the crotch is cut out so she could still have easy access. But it also doesn't look like she's hiding anything. It just looks like she's wearing like a super slutty hot outfit. Uh, So look into that shit for her, too, so that she can still have her fun. But she really didn't need that stuff because she had or still has an incredible body minus the scarring. I know, but so what you don't would... understand because you keep saying you like you're confused why she's so hot. Unfortunately for women, it doesn't matter what you say or what you think about her. It has to do with how she feels about herself. That's why they call it self-esteem. It's the same for you. I mean, our self-esteem comes from ourself. Nobody else can change the way you feel no matter what they fucking say. Okay, so you could tell her who cares about your fucking score. If she cares about it, she cares about it. And that's why what you did actually was very smart. Like you gave her something to hide that instead of trying to make her feel better, eventually maybe she'll get to the point where she could accept Accepted and she could feel good about it. But if it just happened, it's going to take time because women in our society, we have a lot of shit put on us about our bodies, our looks, stuff that you and, and a man will never understand that. So they never understand a woman's insecurities about the way she looks or anything. You've said it 15 times on this. I can understand it because I'm a woman and any woman can understand it. And guys need to know that it's just like it's put on women from the day they're fucking born, how they look and their body is super important. And if you're not fucking perfect, all these fake people online with their fake filters and what used to be fake cameras, they feel like they're they're not living up. And that's just a, a thing that women live with. And Guys will never understand it. And it's so nice as a man. Listen, besides questioning how she feels, what you're saying is because you think she's like the fucking hottest thing. So it's so great that you're there always telling her that because even though it doesn't change everything in her, it makes her feel super good about herself. And women love that. That's why women love those kinds of compliments. And she's probably still horny for you because you're that kind of guy. Even though, like I said, it doesn't change a woman's feeling the way she feels about herself. It's going to help her feel hot with you. It's going to make her want to fuck you more when you're just like telling her she's the hottest piece of ass like you do that's why you have that great chemistry with your girl because you're always reinforcing that and that's what women feel just like the way she is with those girls when she sees that they're into her she's down like that's what women need that kind of thing as well so I feel like I'm saying two things like it doesn't matter what you say but it does matter what you say do you know what I mean (laughs) it does it does and I do have a distinct advantage in that regard because she's got two Besides her, her obvious beauty to me, she has two things going for her that drive me absolutely nuts. I cannot kiss her without getting an immediate erection. I just can't. Yeah, she that's just, major. That's major. And that's, that's been for us. I don't even like sharing her kiss with other people because you can just watch women especially melt into that kiss. And it leaves no doubt of her attractiveness to her to to that person to that woman and every once in a great while she'll kiss a guy which she's got to be really turned on to do but i don't like kissing other women because the way my wife kisses me if that makes any sense at all of course a, yeah sure and, and secondly her hands she has beautiful hands a little meaty but when she rakes her nails across your chest 
or around your balls. It's just, holy fuck. It's just, thank you. Here I am ready to go. Let's do this. So that's, that's a distinct advantage I have as far as showing her physically that I'm still attracted to her. And I've, I've told her that a few times too. She's really, I'm like, rake your, rake your hand across my, your fingertips across my balls and you'll see. <laughs> and, and that's how, that's how that went. Yeah, well, listen, like I said, that's a reason why this kind of woman who's wired like her that has not only just the normal insecurity, but it sounds like it's a little bit even more extreme for for whatever reason, you're like the perfect guy for her because you're so into her. So and that's why she could feel secure with a guy like you. If she was with a guy like a lot of regular guys that don't give those positive affirmations all the time and wouldn't be as open as you are and stuff, she probably wouldn't have lasted with a guy like that because she needs that and you give it to her. And that's fucking great. But let's she get does. It. Yeah. And when we meet we, when we occasionally meet with single guys, you know, I'll take great pains. We're on a couple of uh, swinger pay sites and and I'll I'll line up the threesomes. And again, I say, "Hey, we're going out Saturday night." And now now it's it's we don't need a sitter because our kids are grown and gone. Yeah. But she doesn't even ask me what's going on. It's okay. Okay. And if if she wants, we'll get on the swinger site together and I'll show the picture of the, the guy we're going to meet and it's okay Saturday night's good for me but I always tell them in our emails if, if, if you want to see her at her most relaxed and her horniest pay attention to the compliments exactly you know? mm-hmm. don't be a, don't be an asshole don't be cocky don't be arrogant and we'll have a, a great time will be had by all exactly smart and that's for any woman she, she like I said her when she gets going her her other than her kiss and her, her, her fingertip touch, her orgasms, I, I, I would love to make a video of her, just her orgasms, so I can watch them by herself. But she's a little on the, the camera shy side, but her orgasms are just the best thing I've ever seen. Now, let me ask you this, since you're doing all the swinging and everything, and you've been doing this for so long, did you ever, like, hook up with any of your friends or let anybody in on what you guys were doing? We have some friends who know what we've done because we've had to cancel some plans. And they're like, come on, why, why, don't, you, why don't you want to go out with us? I'm like, no, I got a better Saturday night plan than what you had. <laughs> I would think to myself. So we've, and I've had some, some guys ask me, you guys, you guys pull around? I'm like, mm, we're, ne- we're never bored. We've always got something to do. And then they'll, they'll come over to the house and they'll see new friends that are there to meet us. And I don't know these people. Why don't I know these people? But no, we aren't. We aren't out. We're not, we don't brag to anybody. I've got probably two guys that are, I'm, we're, we're friends with as a couple that have a very good idea of what we're doing. But we, no, we, we never, we, are, we don't, we're not out about it. Right. We don't say, hey, we can't go out with you Saturday night because we're going to a house party. Have you ever done swinger vacations? Went to any adults, like what are those called? Swinger? Well, we, we went to a uh, nudist resort. 15 years ago, I don't even know if it's still open, but it's in Mexico, called Desire. It's much, much, much more of a nudist place. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. And it, it was, and you want to talk about some beautiful people. Holy cow. Oh, really? Um, That's interesting. Yes. But sex in the open is not only discouraged, but it will get you thrown out. Seriously? Um, you think that's the way that it the, is now to this day? Or was that maybe back? How long ago was that? It's 2023, 2011. Oh, interesting. So you're not, so the rule is you could be naked out and about. That's encouraged. That's what the resort is. No, 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 no. You, you, 
you will be naked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, have, they have no clothes policy unless it's, unless it's dinner time. Then you have to be closed. Okay. But do you have to be naked? Yes. Oh, oh yes. okay. It's, Interesting. It's a nudist place. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. Do you have to be? I don't know, but I've never seen anybody not. Yeah, yeah, um, I get again, it. Yeah. Unless it's dinner time. And that's what, that's the only you, time you have to wear clothes. Correct. But you cannot have sex in public. Oh, that's a rule. That's a hard, fast rule. And again, it will get you thrown out. Just just that simple. Somebody come up and say, man, I, I watched two couples do it. They were having sex. They had some beautiful beds set up on the beach. So you could go in the water naked, come back and lounge around. And two couples decided to, to go at it. And the next thing you know, when we're in our room changing for dinner, these people are being escorted off the property. Wow. Now, when you're walking down the hallways in that in that resort, do you just hear a lot of fucking going on? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and we did a lot, too, but we did it behind closed doors. Right. We, and that's, that's just the way it is. But and, and we didn't mind because we're not a really uh, a, a voyeur or an exhibition couple anyways. Unless it got to some orgy type thing, but that was, but that was, in fact, we still talked to a couple, a couple couples from our, from our time there. But yes, sex in public was absolutely not only frowned upon, it was taboo. It was, you're, you're gone, get out. Right. And now tell me about some of your orgies. Did those go down like at swinger clubs? Well, I don't, I was kind of wondering why I don't hear more about it on your, on your podcast, because Swinger clubs are great, fine, wonderful, but there's there's a lot of swinger clubs that don't really encourage on-premises activity. But we we met we any orgy we've been to has been at a house party. Oh, okay. So at the swingers parties, like the swingers house parties, different. Yes, and there's there's many 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 house parties here in Florida. I don't care what city you go to, but there's there's always a house house party going on. And we find them on our swinger sites. Well, why don't you tell some pe- tell the people the sites that you use? That's always super helpful. We use I don't know what it stands for, but it's there's SDC mm-hmm. we're on, and we're also on SLS, which is SwingerLifestyle.com. Right, and that really is the place I think people always say that's not really a hookup site. That's a place where you're going to network and find where events are and stuff like that. That's the perfect oh, place, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes, and that's. And like I said, I don't care if we want to go away for a weekend to Daytona, I'll just switch our location from where we are to Daytona and then just click on house parties. And, and there they are. And what's you the know? demographics? Like, what do you see at these house parties and what's going down? And tell me some orgy stories. Well, the older we get, the the more we see that they're couples, usually in their, their uh, late 20s to late 40s. But there are, but we... If you want to, you can always find a house party that caters to our age group, which is 45 to 65. So, and we actually ran a swing house party for a couple of years. So it's, and it, it, when I tell you, I posted on SDC and SLS, the very first weekend we started parties, we had 50 couples at our house. No problem. Wow. And did you vet them at all? Or was it like whoever responded, you just allowed them to come over? Well, we haven't been on SDC in, in quite some time, but on SLS, it has a beautiful feature that you can certify a couple. So oh, the, very first, yeah, the very first thing we looked at is, is this couple certified? And then we'd read, we'd read the certification. Beautiful couple, friendly, open, honest, great and bad, you know, what happened. How, so, how do people get certified? 
okay, you and your boyfriend go to a go go to a house party. Me and Marie go to a house party. We have a good time. Oh, cool. What's your SLS name? Blah blah blah. I tell you mine. When I get home, I look you up on SLS and your profile. And there's a place on there where you can click to certify somebody. Oh, I like that. So you could give yeah, your, no, it's, it's, it's like a, a Yelp a review. <laughs> it's a beauty. It keeps away the frauds. It keeps away the pit collectors. It keeps away. As a matter of fact, we won't meet anybody who's not certified now. Smart for sure. That's a, that's yeah. like a, a, I've never heard of anyone talk about that before. That's interesting. I, and I, I, like I said, I was, I was surprised to, 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 to hear that. I can't remember if S, if uh, SDC has that or not, but I know SLS does, and that's just open up a whole world. I mean, you don't got to worry about fake frauds and phonies and pick collectors and single guys acting as a couple. And then when you meet them, they say, oh, my wife was, was sick tonight, but how about we go at it? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not dealing with any riffraff because people, they've been certified. I think that that's super smart. And it we it weeds it all out for you. So when you started to do your parties or that one party that you ran, that's where you always went and you just invited certified couples. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it just it was it was a dream. It was a dream because we kept our parties li- limited to I think our age group was 45 to 65. Mm hmm. Because because we've been to some hard house parties when where you got twenty five year olds and they'll they'll act like jerks they'll they'll make messes they'll not clean <laughs> just just drama oh my god I couldn't believe some of the drama we saw at some of the younger parties oh uh, really yeah 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 so if, if when you when you stuck with uh, the the older couples mature settled know what they want there to have a good time no drama. Then, then you would have a good time. We, we we did some cleanups after the parties where the only thing we found was maybe a condom stuck on the side of the bed. Okay, no big deal. Put my rubber gloves on, clean it up. But we went to a room after a 30-year-old couple and whatever couple they were in, and there, there'd be fucking pudding on the wall, sheets torn, actually uh, excrement at one time. And so we just kept it to our age range, uh, the age range we were targeting, and we had no problems whatsoever. And so what's the largest party you had? The 50 couples, 100 people in your house fucking everybody? Uh, uh, one Christmas or New Year's Eve party, we had 75 couples. No, you have a big house, I guess. <laughs> or backyard. It was, a big, <laughs> it was a big house. Yeah, it was, it was a big house, nice pool. A nice outside pool, a slide, and I think I had seven or eight acres. And my security, when you pulled up, my security had a list. Here, what's your name? I'm sorry, you're not on the list. But, 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 but turn around and have a good night. Sorry about that. Just it's so that funny that I'm sorry, but I, I'm so glad that I'm on these calls getting shit out of people because I just feel like you're just blowing through all these things. Look at this information. You didn't get to, you weren't even going to tell me about this New Year's Eve party. You throw parties with a like hundred people. You have security there. I mean, you have so much going on here. <laughs> well, the security was really just a couple of, couple of couples. No, um, you're supposed to have that. I think that that's, I'm just saying there's so much you've been, you know what it is. You've been doing this for so long. You have so many experiences, right? It's probably all just be, it's just, and it's just like a way of life for you, right? That you don't even probably remember half this stuff. Well, not so much anymore. Like I said, we, we haven't met for couples for a while, but yeah, it was the vast majority of 25 years. We were out almost every weekend, every month. So um, tell me about that so, New Year's Eve party, though. You get Who were your security? Were they outside security or they were couples, you said? Nope, they were couples. You know, I, I spent my first seven years in the military in law enforcement. Right. Um, 
and then I became a pilot. So I, I knew who, what to ask and how to do it. So I would find a couple of couples who were either firemen or police who had a nice, strong command presence, a little, little bit lar- larger fellas, and you'd, you'd man the gate for the first hour, you'd get man the gate for the next hour, you'd man the gate for the next hour, and at 11 o'clock, from 8 to 11, we let couples in, and then we closed the gate. No more couples could come in. Wow. And you, or you weren't getting through my gate. Right, um, right, right. And then, then that, that was, we, 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 we asked for a donation to cover the cost for the food and the food, uh, the mixers and the cleanup, and they they just did. We just didn't ask them for a donation, and they were fine with that. You had a hundred couples. Now, when you guys have parties like that, when now that you guys play and you're still playing and stuff, is are you always together when you play, or can she go off and like fuck whoever she wants, and you two like how do you guys roll in a situation like that? I I I have no problem if if she were to go. She likes to be together. I don't, I don't really, in my heart of heart, I don't know if it's, if it's because of the, the lack of ego she has or the body positivity I would want her to have, but she prefers that we're a same room couple. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now there has been a couple circumstances when we met with couples that, again, remember I told you before, she liked the newer couples, the yeah. indoctrinating yeah, couples. Yeah, yeah. If, if the woman was afraid or didn't want they were like we were, where it's a, I think they call it soft swap, where women stay with women, play with women and guys stay with their own mate. If a woman was particularly shy, then she would go in the room with the female alone while the guys were outside, ears pressed to the door, <laughs> you know, trying, <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah. listen to what's going on. But, you know, that's that that was a disadvantage for me. The advantage was um, she would tell me a story later on about what they did. And I would just get, I was quite, quite happy with that. Right. So the, she only would play with women solo. Yes. Yes. She's never, she's never indicated an interest in being with anybody without me there. Now, now all of our experiences haven't been great. So we've, we've met, we've had some situations where guys are, have been pushy and she's, she was always afraid she was going to run into that in, in the bedroom. So those guys don't even get even close to the bedroom, right? No. Right. No, no, no. And and if they're, if you're at, if you're at our party, and you were at our party, and that would happen, you'd be asked to leave. You know, I think this kind of information is helpful to couples too because it gives. It's like etiquette. What is that etiquette? How do you get that couple to feel comfortable with you? I think that most people tell me you always go through the woman. She's the one that makes the rules, right? <laughs> so, always. Yeah. Always. And, and it, you, you, for most couples, that usually usually turns out good. So what are the things that people do that turns out bad? What are the things that you would say, hey, if you want to get into this world and you want to be a swinger, like what are the things that you should not do? Be pushy. Uh, well, first and foremost, make sure your pictures, and this is for couples who aren't certified. Like I said, we had a great, great advantage being able to do that. Look like your pictures. Yeah, okay. Don't, don't, take, don't take pictures 10 years ago or 50 pounds ago. Secondly would be hygiene. And thirdly, I would say, let the woman take the lead, which more often than not, that's what that's what we found is some husbands might pressure the woman into doing this and she really wasn't ready or they hadn't talked about it enough. And the guy would three minutes after sitting down, the guy would say, well, we're ready to go to the bedroom. How about you? And my wife would look at the woman and just see the anxiousness in her eyes. And she'd be like, no, I don't, I don't think we're ready. And she put it on, She put it on her. I don't think we're ready. 
And if she was really attracted to that woman, she'd make it a point to talk to that woman before the night and go, hey, are you okay? Is this something you're really into? A couple of times she heard, no, not really. I'm doing this because my husband wants to do it. No. So that, that was just, just her, her way of freeing the woman up, having to do something she didn't want to do. Right. Because she's a woman and she could get where that girl's coming from. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I will tell you, we've been fooled a couple of times because we'd read certs certifications on some couples and it would and, and we never looked for wow his dick was big or pussy was juicy or our tits were wonderful we look for how, how do they act in a social scenario and sometimes they'd have certain to say beautiful couple saw at a party talk for a little while look forward to playing with them that's a certification but we got fooled and you'd have some couples that come to the party and eh, you kind of weren't like your certification so after the party we just remove them from the group just right. that simple you know anymore. we don't go we don't get time do you guys have you know, a type, or are you just like into um, a vibe of of people? Dark haired women for my wife. She loves Latinas. Dark haired women. Yeah, I like them with a pulse. And uh, <laughs> so, but, that's what uh, women don't understand. That's how guys are. Your wife doesn't understand that. <laughs> right, and and before, if we were to meet somebody at a party, how you interact with her determines her type. I, but she's never really had had a, a huge thing for blondes. Um, but that's just what I've seen. But if there's a blonde who, who comes up to my wife and says, you're the most beautiful girl you're, I've ever seen, that's about to be her type. Really, really so. Right. And does she have a body type when it comes to women? Is she like a tit girl, an ass girl? Tits. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely tits. And clean shaven. Right. She absolutely okay. loves that. She, she doesn't want to see landing strips or... Or anything down there. So paint the picture of your wife, since you're not going to be able to send me anonymous pics of her for my Patreon, because you said she doesn't like her pics out there or anything. Like, paint her picture. What does she look like, and what's her five body foot, like? I, that's her five foot two, um, one hundred and probably twenty seven, twenty eight pounds. Three three daughters, and her tits are still like a seventeen year old's. She's probably not got the same shape she had when she was twenty one, but her butt is still very firm. She's got nice Italian ass. Stays clean shaven all the time, loves her petties and loves her manicures, which would be a huge turnoff for her. If you got stubbly fingertips or ugly looking <laughs> toes around the toes, I don't care what happens. You're not going near her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, which I, 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 I find it attractive as well. But uh, Listen, uh, she's yeah. not asking for anything that she's not bringing to the table. She, Yeah, I mean, that's what she's coming to the table with. She's well taken care of. She take, You're right. She wants the same. Absolutely. I, I, I primp and, and, and spoil her as much as I can with anything she wants to do with her beauty. You want to go to Alton, spend 200 bucks, go to Alton, spend 200 bucks. Right, you want right. to go get a full body massage and have a spa day, just put it on the card. Let me ask you this, because so many women go through menopause and I have so many guys calling in and even women as well. They lose their sex drive. That happens to women. Now, I've heard, and I think it's very true, if you don't lose it, you use it. So if you do, so the opposite is true, right? If you keep using it, you don't lose it. So I'm wondering with your wife, because you guys are always swinging your highly sexualized beings. You're in this world. You're fucking all the time. You're saying you're doing it like every weekend. Like when she got to that point where she was going through menopause, did she ever lose it or did she never lose it like most people do? What happened to her? She never, she never lost it. The only thing I can say is she was never, she was always aggressive with me. 
it'd be seven o'clock at night and say, hey, eat a good dinner because you're going to need the energy in bed tonight. But that that slowed down. She would wait for me to make the the, the customary first, first move, even as a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far, mm-hmm. as far as wetness or arousability, no. She, I, I've been very lucky in, in, in as far as that goes. And I never, think it's because, like, you guys were just always having sex and you just never took that break. And I think what happens to couples, listen, you think about you guys as a couple compared to a vanilla couple. A vanilla couple are only fucking each other, right? So 20, 30, 40 years later, they're not doing it all the time. They're not doing it every, even probably every weekend, right? Maybe once a week if they're lucky. And then the woman starts to go through menopause. It's like a snowball effect. It's not just one thing. It's not just, oh, you lose your hormones and you don't have it. It's like most women at this point aren't banging their husbands anyway on a regular basis because they've been with them so long, right? They don't have that connection. The chemistry isn't there anyway. So then they lose their hormones. So then they're so far away from where they were that they totally lose it, right? You guys were so different because you guys have not only been fucking each other, but you've been fucking other people since the dawn of time, right? So you never <laughs> lost that spark. You never slowed down. So even though she lost all her hormones like everybody else, she's still getting as wet. She's still having these orgasms that you're bragging about. So it really does show that it's not just the loss of hormones. It's I think, like I said, it's everything that goes together. But because you guys are so specific and live this alternative lifestyle, she had a very different menopausal experience. Absolutely. And and I don't know if that's tied to diet. I'm not that familiar with with that. I also know that some women after after menopause become much more freer in bed because there's no risk of pregnancy. They're they're, they're, they're 45, 55, or 65, depending on what age they get them. Yeah. It, it, free, it frees them. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I've heard that too. Yeah, 100%. I just don't think that that's the norm. You know what I mean? But I think I those kinds of stories are always super helpful for women that have hurt or maybe not at menopause yet and are afraid they're going to go through it or w- women that are right there. These are, it doesn't necessarily have to happen where you lose all feeling and lose all interest in sex. So I think that that's always like great. Like your wife is like such a great example because she's not on hormone replacement, right? Like she never took any hormones no, right no never took a thing yeah. never took a thing yeah yeah see and, and it is no we we got yeah we got some vanilla friends um who you know and and my wife will also talk with them about when when they're going through menopause and they'll they'll, they'll, they'll tell us right in front of their husbands now he's going to stay the fuck away from me don't come near me don't come near me yeah and like, really really wow Yeah, you know, your wife's lucky. When I was going through perimenopause, I was like, oh my God, I was like the peri-fucking-menopause. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good book title for a book. So then I decided to write a book and I got a doctor to write it with me. I never, I don't know, the doctor was such a pain in the ass. She cock-blocked every publisher to publish it. But anyway, my whole point was that when I talked to her and she started to really give me all the reasons for it, she talked a lot about like, it's not just the hormones. You put everything together. It's the whole fucking shebang. Right, it's, it's, right, and it's right. a recipe for disaster in that, like I said, that woman, that vanilla couple isn't banging her husband anymore anyway. And it, so if you don't use it, you lose it. But if you do, you're good to go. So it's a very different experience for you guys. So I do think, you know, your wife doesn't, didn't have that, but she's that example for what the doctor was kind of telling me. It's not just the hormones. Like if you changed all those things and you were having sex like you guys were, and you still were 
really into your husband like a lot of women aren't when they get into their 50s. They can't fucking stand their husbands. They've been with them since the dawn of time and they're like, fucking get away from right. me. Do you know what I mean? It's all of that. It's everything together, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I've, I've been lucky in, in that regard that I never really had that evidence show itself. No, I love you. I love you guys as a couple. I love how into your fucking girl you are. Like I said, I think she was very lucky to find you because she had all these insecurities and all you ever did was make her feel fucking good about herself and not for any other reason than you just are fucking into her. Like, it's great. Everybody wants that guy. You guys have a great relationship i love your story you've been swinging since the 80s i mean that's not a lot of people weren't doing that back then especially you people in their 20s so i think you were very bold to do that at such early at such an early age when the fact that you kept with it even through kids and all that kind of stuff i've heard every kind of story out there and a lot of times these stories don't end with we're still doing this at 60. I know she had a medical thing, whatever, that happens. But the fact that you're still as enthusiastic about her, you still are going out, you're still doing what you're doing since you're in your 20s is is a great story. It's a great example of what it can be for people. Well, it is. And again, I'm lucky, but it also looks notwithstanding they fade over time desires fade over time i mean we're not going at it every day like we did when we were young of course yeah it, it starts with her being my best friend yeah and me being her and there's not a thing she could tell me tomorrow hey i want to fuck a transsexual and i'd be okay let's or <laughs> hey yeah. I, even i want to start a business she can tell me anything and i've got a, a small business going on that i every once in a while i have some risks to take and I've got friends who will say, oh, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. No, no, no. Let me go talk to Marie. Marie will tell me what to do. She'll, she'll, she'll tell me. She's always got my best interests in heart. In heart and I certainly always have hers. So that's it, it really does start with a friendship. Um, yeah, and that's also why this isn't a swingers gone wrong story. I mean, you guys have a very solid foundation. And I love to show every kind of story. I like to show a swingers gone wrong story because I think that's super helpful to show people what not to do. But I also love to show a story like this that shows that, listen, if you have a really solid foundation and you really have intense love for each other, you can go fuck other people. It doesn't mean you don't love each other. I can't tell you how many times I see comments like, oh, no man would let his wife fuck someone else if he loved her or their marriage is going to go to shit because they're fucking other people and I'm like oh my god I've had so many people on my show that would prove you wrong and typically the people that are successful are like you they just love each other they're like best fucking friends like nothing's changing that so who cares if you fuck other people it has nothing to do with your emotional connection which is rock solid and that's what you need and that's what's super important and that's what makes you guys successful absolutely yeah I love it I love your story I love your wife I wish she would come on but I totally respect the fact that she's <laughs> private and won't let her listen to this episode. Give her a shout out. She's a she's a she's a menopause survivor. Uh, I don't know. She should be like she's like an Olympic menopausal woman. I don't know. She she she's uh, a good example for women that they don't have to uh, have such a hard time with it. But anyway, thanks so much for calling in, Mark, and sharing your story. Loved it. I appreciate that. And if you ever if you ever want to hear anything else from us, just send me an email. I'd be glad to talk to you again. I'm very very flattered you had me on your show. I love it. Try and get your wife. Maybe if she listens to it and she gets my vibe, she will. She'll be into calling. I don't know. I'd love you to have your wife on. She's interesting. Never to listen me. to the podcast and we'll go from there. Okay, cool. Awesome. You're the best. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. It'll Thank be up you. soon. It'll good. be up soon, Mark. Okay. Oh, very good. I look right. forward to it. Awesome. Bye.
Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.